Hey guys, uh, so a couple hours ago we finished recording uh, the uh, podcast, and uh, in our news segment we talked about the Washington NFL team, and we talked about that they are going to be formally changing their name, we talked about that there was a few executives leaving, that prominent announcer leaving, and we also talked about a Washington Post article uh, that was being teased by various uh, members of the, of the Washington media, and... It, it turns out that that article uh, came out and well, ended up coming out a few hours after we finished recording. Uh, and it turns out that it involves uh, 15 women accusing the organization of sexual harassment. And considering that we were very ignorant of these accusations at all, uh, when we talked about uh, all these news items, it just didn't feel right to keep it in there. Um, as part of our news segment because it just would be both outdated and we, we we had some fun you know making fun of the organization uh and it just didn't feel right to to put that in there uh considering the seriousness of the situation that that it has evolved into um so uh that segment has been cut uh what you guys are going to hear instead is going to be our intro and then it's going to cut to uh, us talking about the contracts that were awarded to Chris Jones and Derek Henry and Miles Garrett and all that. So, uh, yeah, that's just it, it, it's a terrible situation, and we'll have more to say about it in next week's podcast. Uh, thank you all so much for listening, and have a great day. Ball Boys podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again by my good friend Matt. Do you ever look at someone and feel like they're the type of person who gets offended when you say that Waluigi shouldn't be in Smash Bros? <laughs> we all have that one individual in our lives. <laughs> what is your opinion on on the matter? I'd be curious. I don't personally. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but it's it's just the obsession. It's okay if he's not in. He doesn't need your respect. I, I, or Nintendo's respect. He's just a dude. I mean, I think it's it's like a... I don't know. It, 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 I think people get obsessed about specific characters for, you know, just whatever reason that they're, like, they're... they're charisma or just their goofiness or just the their absurdity or whatever or there's uh in or there's um uh like a subgroup of people that makes it popular and then it spreads out to the masses of the internet and then suddenly everything is cake well yeah that that's a thing um that so yeah it is kind of like i i don't i'm not against the idea of him being a fighter but at the same time it's like I I think I, I I feel like if it, Waluigi's already in the game, so I don't really understand why he needs to be a fighter as well. I guess. Yeah. I guess that's not necessarily also, my idea. I also think I've just I've just moved on in my old age of twenty four. I moved on from <laughs> um, video game discourse as much as possible. Uh, be, meaning that like uh, 
because it gets a little bit annoying. Well, it's like I, I I'm not saying that people shouldn't be passionate and people shouldn't be interested in things on what the, on on things that they're uh, excited about, but there just comes a point where it's like relax. It's the world will continue moving. If Waluigi isn't in Smash, the world will be okay if Paper Mario doesn't return to its original form. I know you're disappointed, but there's more important shit to worry about. Yeah, yeah. It's well, I, I, I hope maybe that there will be a podcast sometime in the future that just kind of talks about how much we enjoy video games instead of just you know talking about the the, the news and business of things. Uh, and, yeah. and, and complaining all the time. I wonder if that podcast will come out maybe in the next few weeks. We'll see. That sounds like a great podcast. I wish I was listening to it right now. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. It, I, I think I, I think it might have something to do with, like, you know, birds. I don't know. Birds we'll, or we'll some s- shit. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Um, but welcome, everyone, uh, to this podcast, The Virtual Ball Boys. Hope everyone had a nice week. It's the first time that we're having back-to-back episodes uh in a week's time which is nice uh and we're going to be continuing to do so as we lead up to the season question mark um and uh we have uh a lot to do today we have two uh teams that we're going to start working on we 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 were going to start the uh roster assignments for the virtual ball boys football league uh last week uh, but we didn't have enough time so we're going to try to do two teams this week but of course, if time comes an issue, we will just uh, we'll just push off one of the teams to next week. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, we do have a little bit of news to talk about, so let's talk about it. We had this was the franchise tag week, uh, which uh, a lot of people kind of I'm sure forgot about. But uh, the anyone who was franchise tagged back in March uh, got uh, it was. This was the deadline to get the contract extensions for them. Uh, and so out of the, I want to say 15, 13, 14 players that were tagged, um, only two got extensions. And we'll start with Chris Jones of Kansas City Chiefs, who uh, got a four-year, $85 million deal, including $60 million uh, in guarantees. And so Chris Jones was one of the best, if not the best, defensive player on the Chiefs. Um, and then uh, we had a surprise at the last minute with Derrick Henry getting a four-year, $50 million contract, which included $25.5 million guaranteed, uh, meaning that the Titans have gotten Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill side long-term. So for the Chiefs and the Titans... Uh, what do you think about these two deals? I think for the Chiefs, it makes a lot of sense. You just paid Mahomes, um, so you may not necessarily have a ton of money, but with with the, the joke of the Chiefs having this insanely good offense and then a terrible defense, having at least one or two uh, really solid defensive players in Chris Jones and uh, Tyron Matthew uh, is, a, is a very good investment for them. Derrick Henry deserved this bank. Glad he got it. <laughs> yeah. And considering all the other issues that the Titans might have to deal with this year, their offensive line being a little bit on the thinner side, uh, their pass rush maybe not being uh, as good uh, this year, um, the the this is this is a good step for them to kind of secure some really good franchise players on the offensive totally. side of the ball. 
Um, and yeah, like you said with the Chiefs, I mean, it, they their defense got better as the uh, the as the season went on. And in terms of the like the playoffs, it was kind of like they their defense didn't show up in the first half, but then the second half of those games came and. <laughs> forget it it was all it was all lower for every the, single team they the, faced. the three games in a row being down by 10 down by at least 10 and then winning by at least 10 basically that's it. that's <laughs> that's that's how it all went like yeah it, it was the, it was like kind of those adjustments and chris jones was a massive aspect of that so that was important for them uh to get those the, that deal done uh there was rumor that chris jones was might get traded um but uh that is uh that Nope, that, that doesn't look like that's going to happen anymore because he nope. is locked in. Uh, and real quick, just to go through who has been, who was franchised but did not get any long-term deal, uh, the list includes Dak Prescott, AJ I'm going to make fun of Dask, Dak Prescott at the end of this. Okay, Dak Prescott, AJ <laughs> Green, Hunter Henry, Brandon Sheriff, uh, Joe Tooney, Matt uh, Matt Judon, Yannick Ngakwe, uh, Larry Williams, Bud Dupree, Shaq Barrett, Justin Simmons, and Anthony Harris. Uh, any thoughts on any of these? I think you mentioned who you want to talk about. <laughs> so, um, at when the the whole Zeke stuff was happening last year, I think I said something about uh, the Cowboys are going to sink all their money into into him and doom the franchise. And so they did. And then later this off, uh, earlier this off season, they uh, gave money to Amari Cooper. Uh, and then they had they were they went to they looked at Dak and shrugged their shoulders, and <laughs> like the Zeke I get, Amari Cooper is not the franchise wide receiver that you're looking for, my dude. <laughs> so the fact that a, a Cooper got paid and Dak didn't is really funny. The Cowboys are another horribly run organization like their NFC East counterparts. Uh, yeah, the Dak, uh, I don't really understand what's been the holdup of paying Dak. And if they, and honestly, like, like if, if they, cause the, uh, the, the thing that I would feel like Jerry Jones would do is literally make Dak the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, that, or that's what Dak would want to look for beyond what, and I know the Mahomes thing just happened, but. That just seems to be the, the, the Dallas ego that happens. And sure. it will doom the franchise. Like, and I really want to see it happen just because of how, how dumb it is. Yeah. Like, Dak, Dak I, 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 I kind of, I just don't understand why you wouldn't pay Dak. I, I, I'm, not as, I'm not as low on Mari Cooper, but I, I do agree, though, that, like, you, you, you had a cho- you chose between Dak and Amari Cooper. And at first, it seemed like you chose Dak by giving Dak the press, the, the the franchise tag, but then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, we're gonna here we go, we're gonna sign Mark Cooper to this this big old extension, uh, and and so that we get to keep both players. But then you just made one player like that. Then it basically looked like you chose a Mario over Dak, which is very strange, especially considering that you basically then added to that wide receiver room with uh. Drafting that guy from LSU, I forget his name. It was, it's not no, LSU. it was it, no, it wasn't LSU. It was uh, CD Lamb. CD Lamb. Okay, Oklahoma. That's from right. Oklahoma, yeah, yeah. CD Lamb. Like you drafted CD Lamb, 
and who's a really good wide receiver. Who's a really good wide receiver, and you have Michael Gallup there, and but but hey, yeah, sure, let's 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 invest more money into Amari Cooper. I know I know Dak Prescott with the franchise tag is probably gonna get more money, but I'm just saying that like, yeah, you know, would, who would you want more secure for your team for the future, Dak Prescott or Amari Cooper? Right now it's Amari Cooper, and you look ridiculous because of it. You know, I I hate the Cowboys. It's a so it's a, it's a little <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, I I'll just say uh, regarding Gi- the Giants and Leonard Williams, um, God damn it, Giants! I just not I don't care that you. I I, I just want to reiterate what I said back in in March, is that this team traded uh, multiple draft picks to the Jets, a, a team that they have not really traded before. In fact, I don't think I think that was the first ever trade between the two franchises to get Leonard Williams, who is a mediocre at best, you know, mm-hmm. defensive player. Uh, and then because they didn't want to just let him go just in the off season, they decided to franchise tag him. I, I, I mean, I'm glad that they didn't sign him to a long-term deal, but you're just poured so much money into the guy and, it's just the, the the model of which the Giants are going to try to approach their defense this year by having these giant players on the defensive line, which just has not worked in recent times. It's going to suck ass again. Dave Gettleman has sunk in this franchise. The NFC East, please, Eagles, save this NFC East. <laughs> this is where we're at at the moment. They got to they gotta keep their offense healthy. I know. I know. <laughs> Ah, goddamn Eagles. Well, he, well, here's the thing. I will. I, the Cowboys, their whole pay situation's bad. They're a fucking dope team this year, though. So I don't want to roll them Honestly, out. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't want to like roll them out either. I just in terms of incompetency, Eagles keep right. it. Keep it. I'm just. I'm just talking it. about like the uh, like future, future, recent future of the franchise. Yes, does not look good. Yeah. Uh, and one more extension to talk about that kind of came out of nowhere was Miles Garrett. Uh, Miles Garrett, uh, obviously, uh, the franchise defensive player for the Browns, uh, and what we last saw hitting uh, the Steelers quarterback in the uh, hel- helmet uh, with, with his helmet. Um, so uh, it, it got suspended for the rest of the year. Um the Browns are committed to him. They've signed him to a five-year, $125 million extension with $100 million in guarantees. Uh, got a $21 million signing bonus as well. Um, Your thoughts? Any thoughts on this? He's forever going to be tainted, and rightfully so, by the uh, assault that he did. Yes. Um, I don't know, like... This makes me like the Browns less. Not that I like the Browns very much to begin with, but yeah, yeah. I, I it's it is the whole situation, the whole saga is weird. Um, on the same front, I it's to me it is I I you can you could dislike what he did, and I absolutely do, and I think it's wrong what he did. It was it was it was awful. Um, on the same note, I. I think the Browns would have been burnt either way if they if they if they chose not to sign Miles Garrett, they would have been torched to oblivion. 
And if they did sign Miles Garrett, they're going to get torched to oblivion. Like, they're in a lose-lose situation. And to me, yeah. if you have a great defensive player um, and you have – the guy has shown that he can be great and had a really terrible lapse of judgment on that day, um, I maybe he has learned his lesson and we could see how it goes. I mean, it was his first time offense on that front. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, we'll see what, what happens. But Miles Garrett – um, I, I'm I'm okay with the fact that they signed him, uh, and we'll see how that goes for them moving forward. Um, the next next item, real quick, uh, we we mentioned on that franchise tag list Yannick Ngakwe. Uh, there was a report that I I wish uh, I could find again. I think it was Tom Pelissero that reported this uh, from NFL Network. Uh, who said that Yannick Ngakwe? Uh, there's been a lot of you know, discussions about trades for him. We, we people do not expect him to, to play another down for the Jaguars. He's on the brink of being traded. Um, but the, to whom and for what is the question? Uh, and there were some deals uh, thrown out there during this whole franchise tag deadline process. Uh, and one of the deals that were offered to the Jaguars, the Jaguars turned down, was that the, one of the teams that they negotiated with was offering a Pro Bowler uh, in exchange. For Yannick Ngakwe, and my question is, who is that team? What is that Pro Bowler, and why would the Jaguars turn down another Pro Bowl caliber player if this is a Pro Bowl caliber player still, uh, uh, and not not take that deal in order to keep a guy who has now refused to be on the team? It's just weird, dude. I don't know what the what the whole situation with him is going to be. I'm sure they're going to trade him at some point. But yeah, I don't know. I I, I really don't know how to uh, <laughs> how to address this. I mean, most likely, I I, I see Yannick getting traded like the weekend of like the like you know how like the last few years we've had like the blockbuster trade of defensive player, uh, like the weekend before the kickoff, um in back-to-back years with uh Cleo Mack yeah Cleo Mack and uh Jadavian Clowney yeah um in back-to-back years I think that your next like uh cal- like pro bowl caliber all pro caliber defensive player uh in Yannick Ngakwe is going to be traded that weekend and I I don't know they speaking of, speaking of Clowney Clowney doesn't have a team yet he still does not have a team. No, yeah. mo- he's been most connected to the Seahawks and the Titans. That's the last time mm. we've heard about him. Uh, no idea what's happening. I think that it's a it's maybe a, it may be a result of what's happening with COVID, um, or that people just don't know how to, uh, you know, how to use him. Maybe like I, I'm not mm. I'm not entirely too sure uh, why he hasn't been signed. Um, my I'm just gonna throw throw out. Uh, recklessly throw out a guess as to who uh, who the was going to trade for Yannick Ngakwe. I'm going to guess it was the Arizona Cardinals and that they were going to trade Larry Fitzgerald to the Jaguars. Huh. And the Jaguars said no because and in the report in the reporting it says that, that he doesn't fit their system. That this this particular Pro Bowl player that we do not know of. And I just wonder if maybe they decide to not take Larry Fitzgerald because he's old. <laughs> like I th- would be, I am accepting of that theory. 
<laughs> and that, I mean, if the, like, if Larry currently fits the Cardinals' system of losing all the time, that would fit well into the Jaguar system. <laughs> I guess so. Um, that That is very disrespectful to the greatness that is Larry Fitzgerald, but, I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, and uh, last, uh, last bit of news, uh, Kenny Stills uh, was arrested... Uh, in uh, I, I believe it was in uh, Louisville um, uh, he was facing a felony charge after participating in a protest at the home of Kentucky's Attorney General uh, this protest of course was uh, for uh, Breonna Taylor and seeking justice for the murderers that are still out on the street um, he uh, the, the, there's it's kind of surprising that's a felony because I would like to know how it got to that level. Um, because usually those are reserved for, like, violent crimes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, just, uh, it it seemed the NFL community kind of rallied around him. Uh, Deshaun Watts' agent, I thought was funny. He, he tweeted out, like, a, a photo that said, uh, if you just look at the Twitter free, like the Twitter, if you see the photo on Twitter, it says breaking news, Deshaun Watson uh, nearing a, a contract extension. And if you click on the photo, you see the rest of the photo saying, okay, now that I have your attention, Breonna Taylor's killers are still out there. Uh, please, uh, we, we need to get these guys arrested or whatever it was. Nice. Um, so, uh, yeah, Kenny Stills doing the work. I don't know. I forget if he's out on bond or bail or not. Um, but he I'm is, sure he'll post it. Yeah. Okay, he was... Uh, I'm, I'm reading the article. He was released from jail on Wednesday. Uh, and, uh, still stood by his message that he, uh, we just want justice, still said. Uh, we just yeah. want Breonna Taylor's killers arrested. And, uh, that is... Uh, and, and, I mean, I think my only comment on that is keep on fighting that fight, man. I'm, I'm, I, we are, we're all with you. And I think the NFL community is, is standing by Kenny Stills as well, uh, in finding that fight as well. Um, and, uh, and, uh, just a reminder, uh, if anyone wants to, to contribute all to the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, we've been putting the link to a lot of different resources to, uh, uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, causes, uh, in the description to the podcast. Make sure you do so. Uh, it is very important, uh, to get involved and get informed. All right. With that said, that's the end of the news. It's time to do some roster assignments. Let's do it. Um, so we are going to focus on two teams, like we said earlier, uh, the East Chicago uh, Blacksmiths, and if we have the time, we're going to do the Mansfield Weavers as well. Um, so we're just going to go line by line uh, and talk about the players. Uh, there's going to be some that we do not know and we're going to learn a little bit more about. There's some that we do relatively know because we've played the series, but of course we'll uh, explain for those who don't know the players as well mm-hmm. um so uh we're gonna start off with robin right out the bat uh how much i don't know robin too well do you know robin well yeah i played i played the game that robin's from so robin is the protagonist of fire emblem awakening uh they're the player character uh i'm, I'm gonna use they because you can choose uh male or female version that's true uh, I'm, I'm used to the yeah. female version but i forgot that that's a gender bend one okay yeah um so either uh, either one works. We'll just use they. Yeah. Um, so they are, they're known as a strategist. The idea is they're the ones who are like calling the shots in battle. 
Uh, they can use magic. Um, relatively smart, and I felt like that's why quarterback fit really well. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, based off of that, I definitely think... Um, uh, like, I... I, I don't see the stats varying super wildly, these types of stats, so not going too high in one direction. Like, maybe a little bit more of a balanced character overall? Yeah, like, like no more than plus or minus two in either direction. Okay, uh, I mean, I think uh, we could do uh, maybe like a plus two for offense, minus one, uh, minus... Um... One for defensive ball handling? Yeah, and then a plus one for, uh, or, my, or maybe, uh, for my, yeah, minus one for ball handling, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you, unless you want to have a higher ball handling stat for a quarterback. Uh, I'm, it, it depends. I mean, when I think of ball handling, I think of usually running backs or wide receivers. Yeah. Obviously not fumbling for quarterbacks. As well. Yeah, I, okay, we could keep it like that. It's not a terrible ball handling stat, but that works out perfectly. Yeah. All right. All right, so next up is the other quarterback on the Chicago Blacksmiths, Leon Kuwata. All right, so let's learn. Right. I think this is this is one that neither of us know well. <laughs> yeah, I know. So Le- this is from Danganronpa. Okay. Um the, the 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 school murder game. Yes. Oh, he's he's scary looking. Yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah, he's in Hope's Peaks Academy's class 78th. And a participant of the Killing School live featured in Dingarampa. Trigger Happy uh, he, Havoc. Okay. He is a baseball star, it looks like. Okay. That's like his. So in Danganronpa, this is like a little bit that I know about it. Each uh, each character has their own kind of specialty. They're uh, like, I think it's super high school level blank. Mm. Uh, or ultimate in English. Um, so he's the, he's the baseball star. So and he's also a murderer. Apparently, <laughs> uh, I mean, most of them are murders. Are 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 oh, everyone is a murderer in this one. So so the the uh the premise of the series is everyone is in is trapped by uh Chris McLean, aka uh uh Monokuma, the, oh. <laughs> the black and white bear. <laughs> Chris McLean. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, and they have to um the. They're, they're only allowed to get free if they do one of two things. It's they... Actually, I think it's just they have to kill someone and get away with it. Wow. So, um... So, the the game is about um, trying to figure out who did the, who did the murder. Because if they, if they... If someone kills someone, there's a trial. When the trial happens, um, if the, if the, um, person is, isn't found guilty, then they, they get to go free and everyone else dies. Huh. Wow. That is some fucked up shit right there. Oh, it is. (laughs) Um, Uh, I do want to point out that, uh, his, his pitch is clocked at 160 kilometers per hour. Is that good? I mean, it's 160. I know. I don't know. But in miles well. per hour, that's 99. So like, that's a damn good pitch. That is a damn good pitch. Okay. <laughs> Especially for a teenager. So all right. So um, he he's he he's fast. He's fast with the ball. Um, yeah. I, so I mean, we well, I like like expected. We'd give him like a maybe maybe like a strong offensive stat. Uh, I think would be good here. Or ball or, um, either strong offense or strong ball handling. It's up to what. What do you think? Like, do you think? Um, 
what do you think is is his on his because they they they're, they're very emphasis on the fact that even though he like it's this year he slacks off from studying in baseball practice however his skills have never diminished due to to his status as and in all capital letters ultimate baseball star yes <laughs> <laughs> which is funny to me <laughs> um so i mean how how do you see this going like in terms of between those two we, yeah, we could we could do it pretty high. Uh, we could just we could dump a lot of it into one stat, like do a plus plus three or four in offense. Okay, I th- I think I I like I like plus I like plus four for offense. Okay, and then we'll um, maybe the ball handling is not as as good for his. Not as good. Yeah, for his. Uh, uh, yeah, so we could do uh, minus minus one or two for that. Yeah, we could do. Let's do minus. Let's do minus two, okay, and then we'll do and minus mi- two for defense. Minus two defense, cool. All right. Um. All right. Good old Next Toad. Up, right. Toad, my boy. All right. So, uh, for those who don't know Toad, Toad is a is a small, uh, mushroom-headed, uh, character from the Mario series. Very helpful. Um. Uh, has the ability to uh, at least Captain Toad has the ability to explore. Um, but, yeah. uh, Toad as a character is more so just an assistant to the character. Uh, a kind of Toad, the Toad's kind of make up, I'm pretty sure, like, the Toadstool army, <laughs> according to, like, the Gal- like Mario Galaxy and stuff. <laughs> um, they're just generally the servants to, uh, Princess Peach. Um, so, what's, what's your, uh, what's your thoughts? <coughs> I think that, excuse me, <laughs> uh, I think... Uh, I I think definitely ball handling is going to be on the higher side. I he does I, have t- he does have tiny arms though. He does have tiny arms. Yeah, is the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is the thing. I it, 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 that's the thing with the both of the running backs here, is that they they that they they're definitely good uh, for maybe like being elusive, but I feel like with both characters, Toad and Waddle D of the Kirby series, uh, that they might drop the ball relatively easy. I don't think it's they I don't know if they have a negative ball handling stat, but I don't think but should it's should we just do zero? I think zero for Toad. Um, okay. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um for offense though, I'll give him I think like a three is uh, a three is good, which would give him a negative three defense, which to me makes sense because Toad is that... is a small boy. Yeah, you could run over Toad very easily. <laughs> like whatever offensive stat that he has uh kind of yeah. uh uh balances things out. So then uh Toad is three and then you had negative three for defense and then yes. zero. Cool. Alright, moving on to Waldy. Uh so Waldy is kind of like the signature basic character, uh like basic enemy of Kirby. Like it's kinda of like the Goomba of the Kirby series, um, really has no special abilities unless it has a weapon, um, with it, just kind of walks around, kind of cute, um, I, so, I, I think Waldy definitely has speed to him, definitely can run fast, uh, the, Waldy also has, I, I think, has carried things well over the years, like spears. He's he's known for carrying a spear around a lot. Um, mm-hmm. 
being relatively uh, good at that. Um, you know, they carry they they carry fruit to uh, the King DDD a lot as well. Very very supportive. Yeah, so I think that even though I I know I mentioned the ball handling might be lower for this one too, but I I, th- I think I, I would give it like a like a like a one or two. Yeah, I'm for, fine with that for ball handling. Um, we'll do a we'll do a one for now. We can change it. Yeah, and then offense. Um, we have. I I think offense. I I would put it lower than Toad. I'd say two. 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 Okay. Yeah. So that's um another minus three for defense. Yeah, I think that makes sense for Wild D as well. Yeah. Wild D can be easily killed. Um. <laughs> It's just it's just the truth. It's just uh, facts. Yeah. Uh all right, Sable from Alma Crossing. Sable is uh the uh the sewer of at Able Sisters, the Able Sisters shop, uh known for telling uh it takes a while to to get them to, to get get her to talk to you, but uh she uh uh she you know the, then delves into deep stories about herself, her and Mabel growing up. Uh, and, uh, you know, she, she kind of is like the source of many of the lore, uh, of Able Sisters as a whole in this, in the franchise. Now, I don't know her athletic feats that she's done (laughs) because quite honestly, I think I've only seen her like not behind her desk once. And it was during the Able Sisters opening ceremony in my, in my town of New Horizons. Like that's the only time I've ever seen her, like basically seen her legs. I so, believe you are correct. <laughs> so, um, but with that said, um, I imagine the porcupine, uh, is someone that is that, that a, a creature that can run relatively fast and Sable being good with hands movement, good, good with the, with the, crafting of things i'm sure can catch a football i was um, thinking the same thing uh so what do you think uh, i think plus three ball handling works works out well perfect let's do it yeah there we go and, uh in yeah. terms of in terms of offense and defense we got to have a um uh still got to have them balance out i think that even though she's on the offense, do you want to do um, do like maybe a minus one offense, or um, I I mean I do a zero. I, I let's do zero. I mean I I feel like I feel like all every single uh team is going to have the offense have a bigger number overall than the defense. Mm. Um, yeah, because there's just so many offensive centric players, um, but we'll we'll see how it goes over time. But okay. I, I I think that's basically how it's gonna run. But we'll, 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 we can figure it out. I I actually it, it just maybe to balance it out a little bit. I'll we we could go negative one for the offense and negative two for the defense because I do think I that, think that I think that makes sense because I think that the we forget the porcupine aspect of things that's those are some poke that's some pokey ass shit you know you gotta deal with <laughs> there um all right pit you know pit more than me <laughs> uh yeah um I've, I've i've seen a let's play of kid icarus uprising uh he can fly but he usually needs the uh the power of gods in order to do so um either usually palatina sometimes uh different gods will step in um i think in 
Um, he's definitely on the weaker side, probably defensively. He uses a lot of different weapons. So uh, we could do a split, I think, between offense and ball handling. He's also really fast. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. So do you want to do... Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Do you want to do, like... One one and minus two. That's that's good. I'm fine okay. with that. Poor defense. <laughs> I'm well, just watching this defensive stat just I, plummet. Yeah, I think I think what we'll do is we'll try to really balance out these uh like the defensive stats by giving like the defensive players like strong defensive stats essentially. True. I think and that... right here with uh because uh, we're moving out to the offensive line, I was imagining some of them being a little more defensive as well. Yes, exactly. I think that that's what's going to happen here. Yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, ice climbers I think are very much on the defensive side, even though they're an offensive lineman. Uh, I don't consider their ball handling to be very strong because I don't really think they're going to handle the ball that much. No. Um, also, uh, for disclosure, Ice Climbers is a uh, old SNES game, I want to say. SNES or NES? NES, NES game. Um, it uh, was a platformer, uh, a vertical platformer. Uh, with uh, two, and the, and the Ice Climbers, they are they work as, they're two characters, but they work as a unit um, frequently. Um, yeah, so Ice Climbers is, I, I'm going to say their defense, because they're defending things, I'm I'm gonna say their defense is gonna be on the. F Let's do three or four, make it strong. I, yeah, I was even thinking four for them. For four. This. Let's do four. Yeah. And then let's just do negative two for both offense. Negative two, negative two. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense to me. Yep. All right, uh, I'll take this one. Uh, Corin from uh, another Fire Emblem character. Uh, this one, I don't know much of Corrin, um from the main games other than they are uh, very blandly written, uh, which upsets me because the character themselves can turn into a fucking dragon and they wrote it so fucking poorly. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. That's the, that's the case. Yeah. It's uh, fine. What do you so? What do you think? Uh, what do you think is the uh, next step for this? Uh, th like, what do you think is, uh, the uh, uh, the stats are for Corin? Let's see. Um, I think that we could do negative ball handling. Okay. Just because uh, uh, in dragon form, at least they wouldn't have hands to hold on to ball. That's that's a valid and point protecting anyway um and we could do a mix of uh positives for offensive defense like if we did plus two offense plus one defense and minus three ball handling or something like that yeah that's perfect okay i'm, I'm down for that cool all right uh you could also take the next one because i don't know I'm i will that well. <laughs> <laughs> uh so empoleon is a uh, water seal Pokemon. It is a penguin. It's it's very defensive. Um, can do some offensive stuff. Oh, we're onto the defense now. Ice climbers and Corrin were both offensive line. We're on oh, yeah, the defense true. now. Yeah, this is the defense um, players now. Yeah, so uh, defensive players. Um, good defensive stats. Uh, it it uses basically like the fact that it can use water moves. Like everyone knows what fucking Squirtle using water gun looks like. Um, and also like being a seal type, like 
it, it it's metal it's hard it's 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 protective and it has these big fucking flipper wings that can that it can use to to try to stop people so its defense is going to be really good i i feel yeah, so what, maybe let's make this a five or six thing. I feel like you have to, if we're the, these are defensive players, we have to make it, I think, really strong defense to kind of balance everything else out. So Yeah, I don't think Empoleon is quite at the level uh, in defensively in, uh, to be a six. I'd be okay with four or five. Let's, tr- let's go for five. Okay. Um, and then uh, spread out the, like, d- do you think that maybe... I would I would say maybe like negative two offense, negative three ball handling, yeah, is kind of like that kind of works out because uh, uh, I think Pokemon are always on the offensive as well. Um, True. So I, that probably balances it out much better. Yeah, depends okay. on the Pokemon. We might may see some Pokemon that are definitely more uh, um, more uh, defensive based and not good at offense at all. Okay. All right. I forget enough. exactly what Pokemon we have in here, but all right. Um. All right. Secure. This is another one. This is another Danganronpa one, and I, I, I cannot even get a clear, clear, uh, photo of Sakura here. Um. But it she looks like is... it looks like she's like a big buff. Yes. Very buff. Like my goodness. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. She looks like to like she can like pick me up with her pinky and like fling me across the room, and I'd I be would totally agree, I would agree with with that sentence. And I'd be totally okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I will. Uh, I. I. So I think that this is gonna maybe be our maybe our strongest defensive uh, individual on this team. I, so even like a, a plus six on defense. I think uh, let's let's do a plus six. Okay. I I think that 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 makes the most sense. Yeah. Um, and then we'll just do negative threes on the other. On, okay. On everywhere else. Um, and I, yeah, in terms of secure, uh, in terms of, I don't I don't know anything about her backstory. Apparently, she has a tragedy. Uh, her happened. title is ultimate martial artist, so that fits her appearance. <laughs> there you go perfect yeah and she looks like she kicks kicks ass so yeah defense indeed all right and last uh last defensive player is inkling um so inkling i don't think based on kind of how we've been doing things i don't think they're gonna have a super high defensive stat but they're gonna have a really good ball handling stat okay to kind of be like a like a cornerback type sure so do you want to do uh foreign ball handling i i'm down for that yeah okay and we'll do negative two defense, negative two offense. Sure. Okay. That could and that could be your your cornerback type player that would, yeah. would go in and catch catch them balls. Um, at that point. All right. All right. Uh, talk about Bayonetta while I try to put in a a, a, a formula to add all of this up for me. Okay. So, <laughs> I. Here's the thing. I don't know a lot about Bayonetta either, my friend. Well, <laughs> so, but here, here's why. No, Bayonetta is a witch, uh, and it has her own series, Bayonetta. There's, I believe, there is a Bayonetta two, and there, the Bayonetta three is coming out either later this year or 2021, as far as I understand. Um, uh, it's been announced. Yeah. Um, I don't know much else beyond that. 
Yeah. So, like, Bayonetta was kind of like, she's one of the two surviving Umbra witches, is what the term is. Uh, we, we, and we talked to her about her a little bit uh, in the draft episode, so it's kind of good that we don't have to go too much into it. But, um, essentially, like, she's she's been serving um, the gods that kind of end up being, like, deceptive uh, and stuff. I, I, as far as I understand, like, her gameplay... Uh, involves magic uh, and also uh, guns, so good shit. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> and she's super tall uh, with uh, the good old kicking stat. So as a kicker, as we've learned from last episode with with uh, Matt Walsh here, um, that the ball handling is big for the kicking. So, Absolutely. So do we want to do a five, four, four, five, like? What's your thoughts uh, on the ball handling? Yeah, I'm fine with the. I, I I'm fine with either of those. Um. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we could. We'll do. We'll do. Let's do four. Let's. We'll do okay. four similar to to Inkling, and we'll just do negative two across the board. Okay. Or offensive defense. Cool. All right. Uh, I couldn't get the formula to work. Um, I'll try to do that for the next one. But for now, let's see. Two plus four. <laughs> uh, so the offensive stats for the team. Two plus four is six. Plus three is nine. Plus two is eleven. Minus one is ten. Plus one is eleven. Um, minus two is nine. Plus two is eleven. Minus two is nine. Uh, minus three is six. Minus two is four. Minus two is two. That is a plus two modifier to their offense. Okay. Defense negative one. Uh, minus two is negative three. Minus three is negative six. Minus three is negative nine. Minus two is negative eleven. Minus two is negative thirteen. Plus four is nine. Plus one negative nine. Plus one is negative eight. Plus five is negative three. Plus six is three. Uh, minus two is one. Minus two is negative one. Negative one modifier for defense. Okay. And then ball handling. We have uh, negative one minus two is negative three. Zero is negative three. Plus one is negative two. Plus three is one. Plus one is Fuck, I, I lost my train of thought. It's okay, it's two, it's two. Two where I am now? Two, two, so it's it's negative one plus negative two is negative three, yes. plus three is zero, plus one plus one is is two. Okay. And then yes. negative and then, two is zero. Uh, Again. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so then minus two uh, to minus five to minus eight to uh, minus eleven... Uh, two plus four, two plus four. So that is a negative three modifier to ball handling. All right. Which uh, which might may be like one of the most most extreme stats. We'll see how uh, everything else plays out. Um, but this is a uh, an offensive team that drops the ball a lot. Yeah, we will. We'll see. Cause in the, again, we're we're gonna do this on camera as much as possible. But as we go on and as we find out about the other teams, we're gonna we're, we'll try to balance things out a little bit. Try to figure out any stats. But right now, we're just kind of like assigning the stats initially. Then maybe we'll go back and kind of review everything as well. Um, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, what's the time on the episode? Okay, we're almost reaching an hour. I think. I do you think we could do one more? Absolutely. All right, let's do it. So we're moving okay, on get... to the Mansfield Weavers. Yes. Um, so, uh, this, the first, the first player on this list uh, is a quarterback and one that I don't know if too many people know about. Uh, his name is Mario. It's a me. 
It's a me. Mario. The Mario. Um, <laughs> I mean, really, do we even have to? I don't think we even have to say anything about Mario. He's the most iconic video game character of all time. Uh, known for his platforming games, and is a plumber who says it's a me, Mario. It's a me. And let's go. So. Let's go. Okay. So Mario was kind of known, and uh, this is kind of uh, taking more from his spinoff games than anything else, but he's kind of known as, like, the jack-of-all-trades, master of none. He's, like, the average stats in Mario and Sonic. He's the the middle-of-the-road <laughs> character in Mario Kart. He's a very, like, neutral character in Smash Bros. Like, Mario is just the standard mm-hmm. type of character. So we shouldn't go very far in either direction Okay. for, for much. Yeah. Like, even if we just did plus one offense, minus one defense, and zero ball handling. I, I'm i in agreement with you on that. I, I'm, I'm, that's, that's a, I, I, I yeah, Mario is kind of like a gray and everything, master, like, master, what was, what was the expression? Ja- Jack of all trades, master of none. Yes. That, yeah, that definitely describes which is, Mario. Which is still better than a master of, is still better than a master of one, by the way, is the rest of that set statement. A lot of people just like to use that first one and say that it's a bad thing. It's not. It's good to have uh, experience in many different things. Indeed, indeed, my friend. That's, that's also a life in, in another uh, version of um, of phrases that people leave the uh, that that people uh, um, what's it called uh, truncate uh, the the phrase uh, blood is thicker than water. The full phrase is blood of the covenant is thicker than water of the water of the womb. So. Your chosen family is more important than your regular family. Obviously, your regular family. The the bonds you choose are more important than the bonds you're born with. That's that's I I never actually knew that full expression. So that's that's yeah. a, that's a good one. <laughs> I, I I like that because yeah because people are like blood is thicker than water. So what what? Well okay well I can hate my fucking uncle especially if he's like it, like doing horrible. If your family things. sucks. Yeah. Don't like, deal with them. Yeah. Like <laughs> so I then, all right I, I those those are, there's a lot of big words in that in that in that expression but I'll try to remember that for like for blood you. of the covenant. The covenant. So like marriage is I think is that analogy is thicker than the water of the womb. Of the womb, birthing. I see. Okay. Uh, what's Ratchet? Talk. Let's talk about Ratchet. Ratchet. The other, the the first running back on on. Yes, on first this running team. back. Uh, Mario was the only quarterback on this team. Um, yes. Uh, running back. Uh, do we uh do we say the GMs? Uh, we we did talk about it last time, but we can we can bring it up again. East Chicago uh, was uh, Jess. Um, and this is Ricky's team, the Mansfield. Yes, Ricky, R- Ricky's team, the Mansfield. Okay, so Ratchet is from Ratchet and Clank. Uh, he is a mechanic. He is a Lombax. It's a, a cat-like alien. Um, and uses uses his wrench uh, for many uh, many things, um, in, including most uh, most of his combat, as well as a lot of uh, a lot of general weapons. He's also short, so. That may play into things. <laughs> do you, do you think this is really going off subject? Do you think that the the female Ratchet that they showed in the trailer for the new game is just going to be Ratchet, but like with uh, it's it's spelled uh, with a e t t e at the end? Ratchet. Ratchet. One, I hope not. Two, there was a <laughs> there was a female Lombax character in Ratchet and Clank two, and she was um she was tall and like. Um, 
like sexualized like like ma- they made sure that she was a woman let me look up a picture uh like oh like so they had to like but that's because that's what like all video games have a right but it's like it's like doing. here is here is woman and this is the like if if we're going off of it this is what female lombaxes look like and that's not what she looked like so th- so either they forgot that this character existed um she's a, an alternate version uh, of Lombaxes in general, because I think there's something about different dimensions and alternate universes in the game. I don't know fully. Or she's trans, in which case, hell yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let us. Uh, yeah, let's 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 break down the ratchet, uh, the the stats for ratchet, um, because. I, I mean I I I want to actually get into the Ratchet games. I've never actually played it, um, played any of them. Um, but they, they it's seem, the one uh, one PS2 platformer um, trilogy that I haven't played. I've seen Let's Plays of it, so I know what it's about. Yeah, I, I definitely want to get more into it. Um, what's what's the uh, like? What how would you describe his style? Is it more offensive or more defensive? Uh, it. <sighs> It really depends. He's really good at a lot of things. Uh, part of the game is like upgrading and equipping his his armor. Um, really good with like artillery and stuff. I would definitely say though that like being um, being the gun game, it's definitely a more offensive style. Mm-hmm. So maybe a pl- plus three in offense. Yeah, perfect. I'm down for that. Uh, and then I'm not sure about ball handling or defense for him. Um. I, I I mean I feel like uh I feel like if we because we, we we are sticking to the like the six like maximum of stats essentially or, yeah so I I would say if we we're gonna put the zero anywhere here uh I would prefer to be on the defense just because I think that for him um it just makes more sense that he he's a little bit stronger defensively than ball handling. Yeah, I'm fine with that. So negative three ball handling. Then? Yep, let's do cool. it. Um, and what we're gonna notice too as we do this is that like patterns are gonna be very similar, uh, in terms of like, um, like okay, we're gonna put a two here. Okay, that means we have to put uh either a negative two here or just spread out negative ones or something like that. Like there's patterns yeah. that are gonna be very similar. Uh, in terms of like when you put the initial stat down, if if we did, we probably explained this in in the in the in the setup. All of this, all of a character's stats have to add up to zero. Yeah, which the the blacksmith's total score did not add up to zero. So I'm gonna redo that math after the episode. I don't need to do it right now. Yeah. Well, if if yeah, if you if you uh yeah, you just have to you have to add across the board essentially. Uh, like across each stat, so like Robin would be, you have to add two plus negative one plus negative one. As long as that equals zero, and everyone else equals zero, then that's kind of like. Yeah, and they 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 all do, but it, it it's weird that the the total stats don't add add up to zero. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna look at that and make sure that that math that, that math no, exists correctly no that's but that's how it, it's not supposed to add up the to, like off like it's not like the, the if you if you add up the offense all the offensive stats those are not uh, like we're not balancing out the all the offensive stats no like the, that's not that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that two and negative one and negative three don't add up to zero um i don't think that's what's supposed to happen okay 
but <laughs> all right. I, we, I, we I want later. to look just in case because it, it, it it's it's weirding me out math wise. That's all. That's okay. All. Yeah. All right. Um. We'll, we'll we'll get it figured out. All right. So <laughs> let's let's move on here to the ne- the next running back, uh, for uh Mansfield Weavers is Atreus. Uh, from the God of War series, what I understand of God of War, because I've seen a, a few gameplay of it. Atreus is kind of the 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 son, is the son of Kratos, um, who uh, uh, kind of he, he kind of is the the kid who who runs around, kind of gets into small spaces in order for um, in order for Kratos to kind of continue on his journey. Um, is uh, 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 the son, the park god for sure, is trying to be, uh, grow up to be uh, like his dad. So him and his uh, father uh, have similar traits in a way, but Atreus, I think, has seems to have more of a personality, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. Now, for him, I, I would say, like, he's, he's pretty, like, I, I would say, like, ball handling would be pretty strong for him. I think so. Um in all, in all things considered, um, so I, I I'll say give him give him like either like a two or three. Let's do two. Okay. Uh, offense or defense based on that? Uh, I think I think that we could do negative a negative two for defense, zero for offense. Okay, right, I think that, that works out. Considering a small statue, I feel like defense is where Kratos would kind of try to uh step in yeah um all right next up wide wide receivers uh first up the blue blur himself sonic the hedgehog sonic the hedgehog um i believe it or not i mean i haven't really played a ton of sonic games in fact i don't i as far as i know i think i've only played like one (laughs) he's got an attitude yeah, it's 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 Gotta a hedge, hedgehog with an attitude. Goes really fast. I mean, there's really there's that's basically the gist of Sonic. Uh, yeah. As a, a is it, would you consider Sonic a platformer? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a platform. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Um. So uh, so that's that's the gist of of Sonic right there. Um. I mean, I would just have a strong offense stat for Sonic for his ability for speed. Honestly, like like uh, I I I wrote, I wrote a four and I might even go five for Sonic, with the idea that he's super fast but he's super bad at holding on to the ball. Go for it. Let's do it. So you do uh, five for offense, negative two for ball handling, negative three defense. Yeah, that works. Cool. Yeah, especially since the moment he gets hit, all his rings leave his body. <laughs> yes. Every yes. single one, which is <laughs> one of the most absurd mechanics that I have ever seen in games <laughs> whenever I watch a Sonic game. I'm like, what the hell? Um, all right. Okay. Okay, my what, God. What What the fuck do we do with Flappy Bird? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that I forgot that Flappy Bird was drafted. All right. So for those who don't know Flappy Bird, it was basically a, like, what? Like, a month sensation? A... 2014 uh, hellscape, <laughs> viral hellscape, that um, caused the the creator to enter a depressive state and remove the game from mobile stores. And there's been many ripoffs of said game. And then after then. that happened, 
cell phones that had Flappy Bird installed on them went for thousands of dollars on eBay. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Simpler um, times. So Flappy Bird, is, like the, the the gist of Flappy Bird is that the 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 bird you're trying to get to keep the bird moving through a bunch of pipes. Um, the the, the when I say through pipes, I basically mean like there's the pipes. Mario pipes. Yeah, it's kind of like Mario pipes where um there's a there's a pipes on that they're coming from the top or coming from the bottom. You want to squeeze squeeze through like the middle part uh and uh, keep the bird alive for as long as possible. Uh, so. Man, I don't know what to do for this guy. I mean, I think I I want to say I want to keep it medium stats overall. Like I don't want to do anything too extreme for Flappy Bird. Um, I feel like although <laughs> I don't know his the fact that he he's kind of like Sonic, where the moment he hits anything, he's just fucking dead. Is kind of like wild. <laughs> um, but uh, wait, we could do let, let's do a. Let's do three for ball handling, negative three for okay. defense, zero for offense. How's that sound? That sounds good. I think that I think that I think he I think he's handling himself well. Uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, he's just uh, yeah. But he's just a very still very low defense. All right. Um. Now we get into like the like the next five picks are so beefy. This is beefy boy territory. This is this when is the, beefy boy territory. This is when the defenses start to stand out a lot more. Yeah, uh, and we start with Frank West, the beefy journalist from the Dead Rising series, uh, who kind of spent his entire duration uh, as a playable character in the mall. Um, right? Is that that that's that's that Dead yeah. Rising, right? Yeah, yeah, I, th- um, I think so. And, uh, so, I, as far as I understand about Frank West, he kind of has, like, that super, uh, nonsensical, like, edgy attitude, uh, <laughs> towards things. <laughs> it's just, yeah. like, every Dead Rising character, at least that's on the comedic side of things, uh, kind of ends up being. Um, he, he, um, I think that he's definitely on the defensive side more than the offensive Absolutely. side. So Absolutely. I would I would I would say uh, either like a three or four for the defense. Let's do three. Since they still are on on the offense. Okay, and I'll do negative. We could do negative three for offense, zero for ball handling, just because I consider okay. him handling weaponry, handling things, being a lot stronger yeah. than maybe uh, the attack. Maybe. I'm down with that. All right. Chris, uh, Chris Redfield up next um, is from Resident Evil. Uh, multiple games in the series. I the Resident Evil is definitely one, a blind spot for me as well. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know a ton about it. Um, I mean they they all work for like the same organization. Let's 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 do some little, yeah. little quick research into Chris Redfield and his existence. Um, he is, he's also a, a beefy boy, a tall guy. Um, yep. he's basically, uh, he's, he's, he's been a playable character or just generally has existed. Um, his partner is Jill Valentine, who was also drafted in, in the, in the league, um, in, in, in some place. So I forget which team, mm-hmm. um, he's, he's, was part of, uh, Code Veronica, 
was one of the Resident Evil games, and he's one of the main characters in the Umbrella Chronicles, um, as well. Um, I'm trying to see, uh, he's a blunt, tough guy type, attempting, uh, admitting that, uh, uh, actually, no, never mind, this is, uh, quoting, uh, the designer, saying that he's a fan of the archetype. Um, yeah, he's designed to be physically tougher, uh, and he's able to run faster and is able to absorb more damage, which is, I think, kind of part of the course of why uh, the offensive line makes sense for Chris Redfield here. Um, I think so, too. All right. I say strong strong defensive stat, maybe like a four here. Yeah, I think four fits. And then, and we... then minus two, minus two. Um, yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right, Captain Falcon is up next on the offensive line uh, from F Zero. He is a racer, uh, another an- another beefy boy. <laughs> Captain Falcon, I think, is going to be uh, the more offensive on the offensive line. Okay. Um, we could even do we could do two one and minus three two offense one defense minus uh two offense one defense minus three ball handling something like that. I yeah, I, I, that sounds good to me. Uh, okay. I I actually I I really want to try the F zero games. I just wish they made them still. <laughs> yeah, they're also like they are really fucking hard. Oh, uh, they are. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, all right. Well, maybe maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll reconsider, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. No. You may want to. <laughs> yeah. Uh. All right. Uh, so two one negative three uh, is is pretty good. Let's move yep. on to Kano here. Kano is from Mortal Kombat, has um, a kind of insane. Uh, he's uh, part of well, I mean that most characters from Mortal Kombat kind of are. Yeah. Um, he is known uh, as being a mercenary, a uh, member of the crime cartel uh, known as the Black Dragon. Uh, his one of his eyes is basically a laser eye, um, and uh, yeah, just brutal in all all stretches of the imagination. Just absolutely brutal. This is also the first of our defensive players on the Mansfield Weavers. Yes, here. So, um, uh, I think in terms of attacking people and and stopping them from do, getting somewhere, I th- I would say he probably has a strong defensive stat. I would say so, too. Do you want to do a, a five? Let's do it. Okay. And then negative two offense, negative three ball handling. Sounds good to me. Uh, this team does not have good ball handling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, this is, uh, I, again, I think this is going to be a trial period of seeing how all these stats kind of balance out. And if things look weird, then thing, then we'll yeah. we'll, we'll go Team, back. Teams are going to have strengths and weaknesses, but I want it to all work out a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, Alright, next up is M. Bison. Yeah, so that's a Street Fighter character. It looks like a soldier of sorts. Uh, like a... Uh, like a, Or like a... He looks like a pilot, actually. <laughs> that's what he yeah. looks like. <laughs> uh, he's the primary antagonist of the entire Street Fighter series. Uh, first appearing as a non-playable boss in Street Fighter 2, before becoming playable in its update, Street Fighter 2 Champion Edition. He's a self-imposed dictator... And megalomaniac, megalomaniac seeking world domination. Do, 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 do. 
<laughs> Megalo, yeah. Just, it's just it, it's just him, like just 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 like dancing to Megalovania. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, again, another beefy boy, uh, the dictator, uh, which is uh very problematic in many ways. But you know, uh, we 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 try to look over those things in the in the league. Uh. Um. <laughs> So he's, uh, it, I, I would, I, I would guess that he will try to, he's someone who defends his country, maybe not the people in it, but defends himself at least. So, uh, and will be very aggressive about it. I would put a four or five for his defense here. Let's do four. Um, um Let's uh maybe 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 we can not dunk on ball handling this time. <laughs> sure. So you want to do like a negative three or negative four for offense? Yeah, let's do negative one ball handling and negative three offense. Okay. This is gonna be a very defensive team. Yes. Which I kinda I, I kinda felt after I saw it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Alright, next up Shadow the Hedgehog, Sonic's rival playing on the same team, and how uh, how much do you think it uh, stains for Shadow that the team colors are Sonic? And that Sonic is on the team with him. <laughs> and that Sonic is on the team, too. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, he's got I think in sim- similar logic to Inkling, Shadow's going to be more of a cornerback type player. I just made a joke that was quiet, and I wish I said it oh, louder. Oh, I didn't hear it. I said, I didn't that, hear you. I said that Sonic is going to overshadow him. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You should have said that louder. <laughs> You should have said that louder. You should have made that more obvious. I know. I I was talking over you, which is part of the problem. But <laughs> I didn't think of a. I didn't like. I was just saying it without even notice. I didn't notice that it was even what I was saying, and then I said it, and I was just like, "Oh, that's good. That's some good sauce right there." God, God, pour oh. on some more. Oh my God. All right. Uh, so Shadow is. Uh, yeah, he's Edge Lord. Make a. Gothtron, I guess. I don't know. What uh, the he's, fuck? He's just super. He's just super. Uh, he's just super edgy. Yeah. Uh, through and through. Um. But yeah, so Shadow, I, I would, I would just say that his, I, I just to be the villain and defensive centric. Yeah, I would say you could probably do maybe like a three for defense. Mm. Um, I think that would be good to keep maybe keep his. Uh, maybe his offense or ball handling a little bit on the stronger side. Okay. Uh, so def- defense three. Um, you, I mean, we we can remember we can do like two positive stats. True. Uh, if we wanted to do that. What if we did defense one ball or defense two ball handling one minus three offense? Yeah. Okay. That sounds cool. good. And then Fox. Yes, Fox uh, McCloud from Star Fox, the pilot, who is uh, our kick, uh, the kicker for Mansfield. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, gonna have good ball handling. Um, just due due to that score. So, how high do you want to go for for Fox? We did four for Bayonetta. Um, I would do four or five for him too. Okay. I mean, if we want, if we want to really kind of recover anything from this ball handling group, True. Uh, if you want, that, I mean, maybe five might be the be- on the better side of things. Yeah. Um, and then we can just uh, maybe do. I feel like he's got decent offense, so maybe uh, um, negative two, negative three, sorry. negative two offense, negative three defense. Yeah. 
Man, okay, I can't, I, I'm glad that we have not gone to the point where we've done negative six on anything. <laughs> True. <laughs> I cannot wait for that moment to come. All right, so offensive score, one plus three is four, plus five is nine, minus three is six, minus two is four, plus two is six, minus two is four, minus three is one, minus three is negative two, minus negative two is negative four on offense. Oofy. Oofy. Um, defense, negative one, minus two is three, minus three is negative, negative six, six, minus three is negative nine, plus three is negative six, plus four is negative two, plus one is negative one, plus five is four, plus four is uh, eight, plus two is ten, minus three is seven on defense. Holy mackerel. Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! I think this will definitely be reviewed. <laughs> we may we may need to <laughs> review this one. That's okay though. That's fine. I, I'm I'm okay with just going, just keep going, and then we'll, I, we'll make the adjustments I, later. I, we may have to adjust it at some point just to make it within the six parameter that we set. Um, we'll, we'll yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, and then ball handling minus three plus two is uh, minus one. Minus two is negative three. Plus three is one. Um, minus two is negative one. Minus three is negative four. Minus three is negative seven. Minus one is uh, negative eight. Plus one is negative seven. Plus five is negative two. So not too bad overall for ball handling. All right. And uh, yeah, we'll, we again we'll re- redo the math and on anything that we see and yeah we can adjust stats as we go. It's all every this is all just kind of trial period. If anything, what we're doing here is just kind of introducing everyone uh, to every single one of these players and uh, letting you guys know a little bit about them. And uh, yeah, feel free to give us any feedback on it uh, using the yeah. hashtag VVBFL. Uh, and make sure to add us at Virtual Ball Boys uh, for any uh, any thoughts on on anything that we do. Uh, we will take it in stride and uh, uh, use it where we can. Um, but I think that'll do it for us for this episode. So that's the fir- that's the first two teams. Uh, next week we're going to do the Perth Amboy Privateers, uh, and uh, we'll and we'll we'll have a return of a middle segment uh, as well. I I wanted to. Uh, I, I, I want to get back to talking a little bit more NFL stuff, so we, maybe we'll do some like I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll play like a like a, a matching game or some sort with like wh- where we think NFL teams are going to end up this season if there is a season, of course. Yeah. Um. But mm-hmm. we'll, we'll 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 talk about that further uh, later. Uh. And uh. Yeah. Uh. We will be back next week. Uh. For more VBB FL and more virtual. Ball boys goodness uh with that being said see you next week good night and good ball virtual ball boys has been brought to you by team chaos productions find us on twitter at virtual ball boys and find more of our work at team chaos pods <laughs>